And next up, we have Miss Stacy Ball. Pray for this amazing lady. Father, we are so incredibly grateful for this woman, this young woman. We are thankful for her strength, her courage, her boldness. We're thankful you've made her to be. We look forward to everything that she's becoming. Give her grace and peace and courage in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, Vietnam. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of losing my voice, so it's okay. Just bear with me. Okay, so this morning I'm going to be talking about habits for building faith. Um, the first habit that popped, like, popped in my head was to cut out the lies, because we tend to lie to ourselves more than we know it. Like, we say we can do it ourselves. We say that we need to isolate ourselves from everything. And we think that having the perfect agenda will make us a perfect Christian. So this past year, my freshman year, I almost flunked. I, I, I wasn't dumb. I wasn't, like, I didn't, I wasn't stupid. I just was foolish and decided not to do my work. And I got so anxious that I just wanted to do it by myself. I isolated myself from everything. And I started putting my schoolwork before my faith and didn't run to God. I just cut everything out. I was like, I can do it myself. I'm fine. I need to fix what I, I did. And I, I, it put me in a huge spiritual block. So for, like, what I did, I, I, I ran to God. Eventually, like, I exercised my mindset. And I told myself, like, no, these, this isn't true. This is what the devil is telling me and not what I'm telling my, like, this isn't God. Um, and I tell myself out loud, like, just repeatedly. And did you know that the devil is called the, called the father of lies? Like, he is putting those in your head, and he's telling you, oh, you're stupid. You're, you're not worth it. God doesn't love you. He's not going to be there to help you whenever you fail. He's just not there. But whenever we feed into that, we're just feeding into the devil and letting him win. And we, as Christians, need to say no. My God's voice is louder than yours. So Psalms 46, one, verse 1, says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way. Though the mountains, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, God isn't going to... He's not going to leave us. He's always going to be for us, and he's going to be our rock and our firm foundation. And he's going to surround our mindset and say, no, the devil is never going to get to you because you're my child, and I'm, I'm protecting you. Um, my second point is, or habit, is becoming more like Jesus. So that could be serving in your church, serving in your community, and serving to your people. That's also having compassion for everyone, even if it's people you don't like, people, maybe your brother. <coughs> Um, <laughs> and putting others before you. Okay, does anyone know the exact number of how many times Jesus, like, preached? Yeah, I don't know either. But it was probably a lot. It was, it was probably a lot. But yet he wasn't boastful or prideful. He was still in humility and he was humble. So, like, Whenever one of us, like, I don't know, maybe at church or if you're babysitting or mowing someone's lawn, you don't go up to someone and say, hey, I served in kids' ministry. What did you do? Oh, nothing? Let it 
explains a lot. Like, you're not, you're not going to be prideful and be like, I'm so godly today. What in the world? I'm so amazing. Because that's not being like Jesus. That's actually the opposite. But whenever we walk with Jesus in humility, that's being like Jesus and growing closer to God. Proverbs, oh, Proverbs 11 verse 2 says, with pride comes disgrace, with humility comes wisdom. So whenever we're being prideful, we're just putting ourselves lower and lower and lower. But whenever we're, we have humility and are humble and know that, like, this is what God wants us to do, we're walking right next to Jesus in our humility. Um, okay, <laughs> so when Peter, when Jesus washed Peter's feet back in, like, a couple years ago, that, can you imagine just how gross that was? You know, like, all the crap all over the floor and, like, you know, some cigarette buds and, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know it was there back in the days. But Jesus washed Peter's feet. He, and he said, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. And that was washing Peter's feet. And, again, like, washing someone else's feet is a sign of servancy. And that's being like Jesus. And that's an example we need to follow. My third habit is to not give up. I know that sounds a little cliche, but really that is one of the most important things you can think of. Um, that's keep praying no matter what, even how, no matter how hard it is. Keep walking next to Jesus and keep, keep connecting. So <laughs> a lot of you may know I lost my notebook last night again. And my message was in that notebook. So I was... I was already emotionally so exhausted, and physically I was like, I just want to go to bed, I'm shower, take a nice hot shower, and just get all cozy and lay down in my bed. But no, Jesus was like, whoop, let me take that away from you, and go write it again. And that, honestly, I didn't realize in the moment how helpful that was, because that gave me the chance to rewrite and rethink what I wanted, like what God wanted to tell me, so what I could speak to y'all. I put my faith in my notebook, not Jesus. And that's when I started losing my focus, and I lost my faith so much. I was so upset and so angry. I was like, I don't even want to talk to you right now, Jesus. Like, just, I'm going to go read my Bible away from you, and I'm going to go... Write my notes somewhere else because I was just so upset. And I kept going to dead ends. And I realized I couldn't do it without Jesus. I fully let everything go and just wanted Jesus to have his way in me and wanted him to speak to me so I could speak to y'all. And fully letting go, like, that was so great. I, it was last night, I think. I was laying in my bed and I was like, I was just stuck, and I couldn't, I didn't know what to write, I didn't know, I didn't remember what I had in my old journals, like, oh, this is so stupid, like, I'm just going to tell Adam I'm sick, and I can't do it, <laughs> but then I just, like, I breathed, I ate some Takis, and I was like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to shower, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to work on it in the morning, and I'm going to pray, and that's what I did, and here I am. <laughs> In Hebrews, so I, so I got back to my faith because I kept praying and I just, even though I did lose, I lost faith and I, was, I felt hopeless, I ran back to God and was like, you know what God, like take, 
Take everything of me and just speak to me, and I just want to hear your voice, and that's all I want to hear. So in Hebrews 8, verse 9, if I can find it, there we go. Okay, yeah, just leave that on the floor. Um, it says, not like the covenant that I had made with their fathers, on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out to the land of G Egypt. This is whenever God was calling the people through Egypt, and they were like, Oh, God, we don't have water. Oh, bam, there's water. Oh, great, now we don't have food. Oh, bam, there's food. Like, God kept providing. And then he was saying how, you're, like, your sins are forgiven and I'm, I'm here. Like, I will provide all of these things for you. And he got, they, yes, they lost their faith, but God never gave up on them and he never let them go. He never dropped them. He never was like, okay, actually, I think I'm going to take a sick day and go home for a little bit, and then I'll bring you food later. No, he was like, I'm providing for you, and I'm, right, I'm walking right next to you, even though it feels like you can't see me, but I'm right here. So whenever we walk fully in faith, not 90%, not 99.999999999%, but 100%, even though you can't see the end of the road, and it's scary because you don't know what path you're going to take, Jesus is right there, and when you fully, fully put your faith in him, You'll make it to the end of the road, and he'll be right there with you. So Jesus and Tuckies, that's the answer, right? <laughs> that's great. You guys are really doing such a great job. I'm just so happy, so proud. Really, can't wait till tomorrow. Got two more tomorrow. Got two more tomorrow. Gonna have some more fun tomorrow. Um, we are gonna move into.